0: Coming up next on Glow in the Dark. Our 20s are usually a time when folks might indulge in their whole face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. You're stepping into adulthood. Yes. You're testing your autonomy. You're yeah. finding your boundaries. You realize you have none. Yeah. You're exploring <laughs> like a
0: lot of us are exploring the difference between religion and spirituality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Forming our own personal
1: customized Absolutely. relationships. It's also the time where we step out of ideology the most. Yeah. Too. It's when we actually question. Start, yeah. It's when we actually start to question whatever ideals we were brought up with. Yeah. It's a sophisticated form of rebellion.
0: Sophisticated. Form. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Hey, hey, welcome to Glow in the Dark, a well-being podcast for embracing both our lights and our shadows. I'm Tracy, and I've had the honor of experiencing 20 years of beautiful friendship with my co-host.
1: Girdly, what's up, y'all? What Tracy said is accurate. Our friendship works mainly because we have an insatiable appetite for convos that are curious, illuminating, and spicy.
0: hmm the kind that unpacks the deeper messages within this human experience. We're hella grateful you're here. What up, y'all? This episode is so much fun, but let me start here. Transparently, Gurley and I are now closer in age to 40 than 30, which is mind-boggling to us because, of course, it feels like time is speeding by with no regard for our feelings, but that it also feels like I have lived so many damn lives, so how am I not closer to 80? These are the sorts of thoughts that tend to spark nostalgia and reflection. So in this episode, we are throwing it back to a grand old, decade our 20s and reviewing the most important and overrated moments that shaped us for the better enjoy it sounds like yeah. Berg, you found like your sweet spot between ease and effort i think so yeah i think so and i feel very like anchored but still able to like Wade in the water
1: yeah dance Mm -hmm. in the water chilling and just know that that's going to be part of the process i feel like um there has been a version of me that has always thought that struggle was not part of the process like this should not be hard like if anything feels challenging that means i'm doing it wrong Mm. you know like people who are doing things right it's easy for them. It's graceful for them. Yeah. You know, but if I'm dealing with any kind of like resistance or moments of stress, that means that I'm doing something wrong. And it's like, it's part of the process. Like once you actually just like accept that there is going to be some form of like struggle. And I know we don't like that word, but struggle does not have to look the way that
0: it sounds. It sounds. Yeah.
1: It can literally just be challenging, like replace struggle with challenge, you know? Exactly. And, um, And that's fine, you know, and even that's part of the process. Yeah. Embracing challenge. And I think that I am in a place where like resiliency doesn't feel like mad work anymore. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's cute. It's like a little snapback, you Mm -hmm. know? So, yeah, we're cool. That's what's up. I'm Mm -hmm. actually on the same page with you as
0: that, burger. I was speaking about this um, earlier today on Sway in the Morning. Just how I have been normalizing challenge Mm -hmm. as a part of the process, Mm -hmm. you know, and oftentimes like when we feel any sense of discomfort, it's like, okay, how do I alleviate this? Mm -hmm. How do I have this exit my body right now? But if I'm telling myself even ahead of trying something new, listen, this is going to be hard. Listen, expect to fail. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Or if Mm fail, just like you said, if fail does not feel good in your body, use another word, right? You do not have to be handcuffed to any word that feels, um, Like a terrorist Mm -hmm. in your body. No, 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 no. Like, let it out and swap it with something else. And also, like, I just got really much deeper. I know that we use this metaphor so often. This is probably, like, the first metaphor I ever heard when I was a child. Simply the process of a caterpillar turning into a butterfly, Mm -hmm. right? But... One time I went much deeper just to understand what the fuck happens to the cocoon because I felt like for so many years we glazed over that part. Mm. You know what I mean? The emphasis was always on the caterpillar, the before, Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. after. That's what we're obsessed with. Even when you see it on social media, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? With people just showing, okay, here's everything is being like a real, very instant. And I'm like, no, there is a large chunk of time Mm -hmm. in the center that is messy that is confusing and in the case of a caterpillar and a butterfly is very gooey yeah like within that cocoon the caterpillar literally is like liquidated liquidized liquefied into um plasma <laughs> yeah yeah it's wet <laughs> it's sticky it's gooey it's uncomfortable you know imagine something being so tactile becoming so compact it could be pulp You know what I'm saying? Like how uncomfortable that might feel like. But it's a part of the process. You know what I mean? Like the exchange is, hey, I'll give you wings if you first accept this cocoon, you know? And so thinking about that, even like how kind of like difficult these things look beautiful to us as humans. Like we receive it in our mind as like art, just even looking at like Um, A flower getting ready to bloom Like Mm -hmm. I was looking at that yesterday too Like oh my gosh I hope this flower didn't mind Because I didn't ask for its consent When I was kind of just like you know Mm -hmm petting it but anyways i was looking at like the other butt and they're very tight yeah (laughs) and even like that for me i'm just thinking about if i made that actual movement Mm -hmm. you understand what i'm Mm -hmm. saying like imagine if you as an adult right now were sleeping on a single like a dorm room bed how uncomfortable those were yeah and that's like the size of a cocoon you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, imagine if you had to sleep so tight, like curled up.
1: Yeah. Just
0: you yourself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The same way that a flower is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then you don't have any say of when you're allowed to unravel. Yeah. You know what I real. mean? There's just something in the air that signals now is the time. Right. You just have to feel your way
1: through it yeah. while trusting your way through now it. that's usually like the darkest part of. You know, this journey that everybody's on, you know, like that part of restriction, that part where you can't. Yep. Compression. You can't. You don't got the coin. You don't got the access. You don't got the skill yet, whatever it is, but you can't. And that part feels sometimes inevitable. Mm-hmm. you know it's like what is this over? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why is mm-hmm. this why am i here for so long for character bitch yeah Uh huh. <laughs> to birth to birth character yeah. you know
0: everyone want to ask us when are you gonna have a baby when you have a baby whatever do you know how much yeah. i've birthed mm-hmm. in my existence yeah <laughs> already right <laughs> that perhaps might be not to take away from like the physical challenge of giving birth but what about the emotional challenge of giving birth to like all of these ideas
1: yeah, to new versions of yourself. Yeah, but that has to go through a gestation process yeah. like that. It takes time. It has to formulate. It. it has to grow. You have to carry it. Like, we were just talking the other day. I'm like, why does... Why does freaking pregnancy? Why does why does pregnancy have to be nine months? Ain't that something? Like rabbits, rabbits can have babies in weeks. Like why do we need nine months? Why does a birthing person have to carry (laughs) this process for nine (laughs) months? Right? Uh, (laughs) Oh my gosh, it gets bad (laughs) as extension. Maybe it just makes us more precious about life because we know how much it took.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: if, if 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 babies were just popping out of women and they can keep their abs and. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Little body snap back and it's a couple couple weeks, couple Mm -hmm. months, three months tops. Mm -hmm. All right, fine. I'll give up drinking for three months. Fine. I'll give up partying for three (laughs) months. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. You know, maybe we would not be as precious. Um, That's
0: where I was going to go into. I think also to allow... The rest of the world to adore mm. life itself because mm-hmm. you know we say it so easily you throw it out there like oh you have that pregnancy glow or whatever mm-hmm. and there is something that i don't know is so mystical about a pregnant woman that almost could just bring me to my knees
1: it's wild it's yeah. literally holy ground everywhere that they walk truly truly
0: um, and i just don't think One, I don't even think, unless you're a vet, you recognize when anything else is pregnant. I don't know what a pregnant cat looks like
1: Do you. Unless I'm really staring in his, unless I'm really in its business. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, But yeah, I feel you. No, a cat can walk by me and I'm not checking for it like Uh that. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: But yeah, yeah. But I get everything you're saying. And I think, um, I love all of this because it segues into the power of reflection. Mm Mm-hmm. And for everyone that's listening, I think it's quite obvious (laughs) whether this is your first episode or, I don't know, an innumerable amount of episodes that you have been so far, you know that reflection is the spine of glow in the dark. And it also brings us to our topic for today and why we wanted to give y'all a mini tour of our 20s. And give ourselves a mini tour of our 20s. And part of this was sparked um, Chani Nichols, who is an astonishing astrologist. I highly suggest her app, the Chani app, if you don't have it already. I know Berger has it. I have it clearly. Um, Amber has it as well, our producer. And she had... um, an email where she was speaking about our Jupiter return. And I was like, oh, so my brows peaked because many of us, we know our solar return, which is every birthday. I learned about our lunar return, which is every month. Our Saturn return is around your either 27th, 28th, 29th, or 30th birthday. Late 20s, but definitely 30 is the cutoff. Am I correct, Am? Yes, I got it. <laughs> and then so Jupiter return is every 12 years. And the significance of that is um on this 12th year, so 12, 24, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you can expect to receive um, a very thick download of awareness of abundance of clarity wisdom etc etc and so it's really useful to reflect on those times and to see what you learned and how you learned it because generally that will give you a lot of insight on how you're going to continue with that class of life, and how you can kind of pivot in the way that you receive the information, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. And so it just had me really thinking about um, 24. And also I've been experimenting, Berg, with honoring the many past forms of myself as yeah. ancestors. Interesting. And looking at them, instead of, you know, so many times we say, oh, okay, I'm just trying to be the best version of myself. So many things are, like, future-oriented. And I do understand that line of um, thinking. I I don't feel like there's anything inherently wrong with that. But, you know, my whole thing on excess, you know what I mean? I'm always just, like, monitoring the dial on excess. And if I feel like I'm thinking excessively in the future, that will eventually kindle anxiety Absolutely. for myself you Absolutely. know and for i many will not, of us. yeah and i yeah. won't be aware of all the blessings that um surround me mm-hmm. and then sometimes being like i know that this sounds so like counterculture and i guess it is but maybe you could even be too present I feel like being fully, fully in the present works if I was just a soul. But I'm a soul that is within society. Mm-hmm. So I have to prepare a little bit in hopes that another Tracy will be born.
1: Yeah,
0: And she's like, nobody was thinking about me. Bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know how that is going to impact her development. Mm-hmm. You know? And then I think that it's important... As much as some of us may feel like, all right, it's already been disposed of, or that past time harbors a lot of negative experiences, blah, blah, blah. But everything is tethered. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like anything from the past that's negative is actually connected to whatever's positive today. Mm-hmm. And so, like, really taking time to be seated in reflection, not like a quick skim through, I don't know, the last. 20 posts on your Instagram. Like, no. (laughs) Like, really, really sitting down and rummaging just through your own museum of life. Mm -hmm. And so, for the 20s, every decade has its own significance. Like, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But the 20s, I think about how allegedly that's when the human brain is fully developed our 20s are also when we receive a lot of society's privileges Yeah, <laughs> our 20s are usually a time when folks might indulge in their
1: whole face yeah. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> You're stepping into adulthood, you're testing your autonomy, you're finding your boundaries, you realize you have none. Yeah, you're exploring, (laughs)
0: like a lot of us are exploring the difference between religion and spirituality, you know what I mean?
1: Forming our own personal, customized relationships. it's also the time where we step out of ideology the most too. Yeah, question. Yeah, it's when we actually start to question whatever ideals we were brought up with. Yeah. It's a sophisticated form of rebellion.
0: Sophisticated form Ooh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like
1: that burger. That's
0: actually a good description. I had sent you a text Berg, asking what three words you think describe your twenties. <laughs> and I feel like you just gave like such a great, like mini descript. A, a sophisticated line. act of rebellion. <laughs> oh my gosh. That plays into a lot. Of, I mean, I went with three words. What did I say? I said messy, unapologetic, and receptive. That's fun, yeah. And not to say I'm not receptive now, but my receptivity is much more to my liking because it's teamed up with discernment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm not just an open vessel for receiving everything because I was definitely um receiving. And accepting too much bullshit from folks in my 20s. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) They were taking me down very infinite games that I had no idea I was a top player on the board for.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Top fighter. I hear that. Yeah, man. I was going to use the word messy, too. And it was so appropriate. But I realized a better word would have been mixy.
0: (laughs) Mm, How many difference?
1: Not to say that they compare. Okay. But I felt like I just really was... Lacking the discernment, and I was really just out there. Like anybody, whoever had a good conversation or good vibes or a nice coat, I was like, Yeah, what's, <laughs> <That's> up? <cool. laughs> what's up? What are you doing? Yeah, that's a cool spot. Let's go. You know, like yeah. I was just here for the world. I was yeah. here for the world. Whatever I was delighted world. your senses, yeah. count me the
0: hell in. Yeah,
1: exit. That's <laughs> it. You Accepting know? all invites. Accepting all the invites. Yeah. Accepting all the invites and showing up and giving my all every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, another word was trendy because oh we gosh. love that word uh, <laughs> everything wow. was
0: trendy and um that I, says a lot because i don't use the word me neither why would you use
1: the word trendy? that doesn't describe my 30s I don't in even, the slightest. yeah because the word trend now too also has it, it's so weighty it means so much yeah, you know yeah. this is a trend this is a challenge it's like all right yeah you know it already means so much but i remember once upon a time uh, we were so excited to like go to Sushi Park and we'd have sushi and we'd say, This is so trendy. And it was and what we were really was celebrating was that we were <laughs> emulating our perception of what being young in New York looked like. Absolutely. And we were doing it successfully. Absolutely. So we everywhere. were so happy. We were like, This is trendy. This is what <laughs> they did on this show. Uh-huh. This is what they did on Sex in the City, right? We and, should have our own show. Exactly. Look so perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember chasing that. I don't, maybe not chasing it, but being very uh, proactive in my pursuit of having these New York moments, these monumental yeah. New York moments. Um, So trendy felt like a good word. That
0: is good. A lot of like (laughs) external um, pleasure. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So
1: much. And that's what I realized too. That's going to be a huge, you know, all encompassing theme here is Mm -hmm. so much was about external pleasure. So much was about external gaze. So much was about external expectation, which is completely different from, in my opinion, the 30s, because there's so much here that is like, no, internally, where are we going? Does this promote your quality of life? And the last one was Restless.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh wow. That was a part of young and restless. Uh. <laughs> was definitely like an away message I had yeah. 75% of the time I'm on eight. Yes. Wow. Accurate.
1: Young Accurate and
0: restless. Restless. I probably freaking cast a spell on myself with that too. What you mean? I don't know. Because look at that's what I manifested in my 20s. That was an affirmation. <laughs>
1: Goddamn. Well, you can hold on to the young part. Okay. Um, but yeah, definitely not enough rest. Definitely not enough stopping. Spreading myself way too thin. Yeah. Those were them words.
0: I feel you, burger. Yeah, baby.
1: And so we decided to categorize our 20s
0: into these three pillars. We got the sexy, the embarrassing, and the overrated. <laughs> let me tell you. So I have. Well, for those of you who are watching, this is how much. You know how many notes. Let me put this to this camera right here. My
1: notes are on my phone.
0: <laughs> yes, I wanted the the nostalgia of writing. I like down. that. She's I'm going to copy you
1: next week. I'm coming with my freaking notebook. That's good. Mm-hmm. I like
0: it. <laughs> so the one category that has the longest. <laughs> That's a good question. What's your longest category? <laughs> It's looking like a tie between the sexy and the overrated. Mm, Okay. Okay, so we'll play spin the bottle. Where do you want it to land first? Uh, Let's start with overrated. All right. Number one, Mm -hmm. the Brazilian wax. Mm. (laughs) Overrated slash embarrassing even though this was a very like private affair, but the worst (laughs) forms of embarrassment, my embarrassment list is quite short. Um, It's not an emotion that tends to come up for me often, but when it does, it just, my whole body is soaked with shame. Mm. And when I'm experiencing that by myself, it's the fucking worst. And so the reason why the Brazilian wax was, it is because once it was done it just felt like I had walked myself off the plank. No one forced me to. And I dove into a sea of oppression. <laughs> because What's that first? level <laughs> of pain, it was so clear to me that I did something for others mm. and it wasn't worth it. I disguised it Mm -hmm. as something for myself Mm -hmm. (laughs) and if something is really for myself then like all of the fine print, the caveats will be worth it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think about my tattoos. Those were pain Mm -hmm. but all of my tattoos have such personal hearty significance for me. Mm -hmm. That smooth pussy (laughs) was not for me and it also pissed me off so much because I felt like I had volunteered myself to keep up this, in my opinion, is a pedophile-like mm-hmm. society mm-hmm. we live in. Mm-hmm. Very short, mm-hmm. that means we're obsessed with women looking like children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like pre-pubescent children. Mm-hmm. And I just hated that. I don't know. I... Somehow the patriarchy followed me into that room. It felt like I had pulled down my pants. It felt like it put the wax on me. And it said, ha ha, sh- got him. Mm-hmm. And
1: it's not even one shh.
0: No. It's like it's five multiple, or six. Like lashings. Yeah. Might as well be whipped. Mm. What the hell? So that was the Booty other thing. It was so much. Oh, I
1: like that part though. <laughs> Very strange. Very Scarpia. strange. I did enjoy that part. I have Scarpiana. no idea why. Well, that was not as painful. No. The butt's not as painful. And it actually does. That's fa- <laughs> so crazy, especially considering the amount of people who have like that politicized that be the, worst. the butt and
0: house. Me too. Yeah. It was clenched. And, and it, it was, was like, easy. Chill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Listen, and that just tells you because the butt is not where children come from. Mm. And so mm-hmm. these gates... This sanctuary, it's sensitive. Mm -hmm. And I freaking hated it. And yet I did it multiple times more. Mm. But I am proud to say that I no longer get Brazilian waxes now. Let me also, for the record, say I do not carry any judgments for women who do want to have a completely, you know, clear runway down there. I get it. Because
1: after I got over. You feel free. Oh, my you feel fresh. See that's the thing. It starts off with oppression. Yeah. But then it's just complete redemption. After, yeah. Like you're just free I'm after like, am that. I you, a feel, fairy? you feel free. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel when people say you feel cleaner. I'm like, I don't know. That's subjective. No, a trim could do that too. Yeah. And I'm like, a good old wash. Or yep. with, with peppermint soap? Amazing. Um I'm careful with that. Oh, that's fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it depends. In certain crevices.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it does make you feel lighter i will say that um but there's so many other ways to experience that like after i've been doing the because after i had to stop with waxing too i had one bad experience and i'm like i am not doing this again no because that's all it takes and uh yeah and i started doing the nair cocoa butter nair I'm good. You I'm good. Y'all, I know it ain't for everybody. I know some people had some bad experiences with that, but that's it. It's different. 10 minutes. Stay white. Yeah. Beautiful. They changed the
0: formula. <laughs> Get into it.
1: Beautiful. Yeah.
0: Um, holla at us on Instagram at it's Tracy G at Gurdley, G U E R D L E Y. Mm-hmm. We'll shoot you a link. I think just what was overrated outside of the actual process of getting a a Brazilian wax, but also just being completely hair free in general. Yeah. However you do it or however I did it back then or however I just like imagined it. I think that's overrated. And I think that just unfortunately is what contributed to this discomfort with getting older. Like I think it's so funny that going from 20s and wanting to be completely clear to, you know, I think on a most recent episode, me mentioning that I discovered I could have grays Mm -hmm. in my freaking pubic hair, Mm -hmm. which is hilarious. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Possibly a part of why no one gave me a heads up is because everyone is waxing away their hair. Mm. No one could let me know. (laughs)
1: No one's even letting it get that far. Right.
0: (laughs) my gosh so again no judgment i get it but this is just very much um my preference and part of why i got the brazilian wax is because upon request of another and then a second time yeah not that he requested it from me specifically but before we started messing around he just said that was something that he was into Mm. you know what i mean and then I did it again because I just wanted to feel very sexy when I was going to fly out and see, it. there was always men involved. Mm-hmm. I probably would have had a different experience mm. if it was just for me to go home and masturbate. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't that.
1: Mm. <laughs> All right. What's on your overrated? Um, on my overrated. And again, no shade to anybody who does. Mm-hmm. Um, but living and working in Manhattan living
0: and go ahead the floor is yours living and, yeah mm. okay shut up this is not mine this is yours go ahead. go ahead go ahead go
1: ahead like again trendy being the person that moved out to new york to experience the new york dream the new york life and yeah. my mind and my perception from you know this real small small town mentality coming to the big city and the oohs and the eyes and the lights and the cameras and all of that i just figured that living in manhattan was like the height of like success. That's when you get this New York moment. It's when you get this real rich New York moment and you walk outside and you're in like uh only a few a, a cheap cab ride away from like your favorite club or your favorite brunch spot mm-hmm. and I just felt like that's when you're going to get the richest New York experience. Again, this is all being navigated through the external gaze of what I thought a quality life looked like. Of course. Um and now that I am older and wiser (laughs) I know that I would never want to live in Manhattan maybe Harlem but I don't want to live in like the heart of the city you know I don't want to live anywhere close to Midtown or like freaking Times Square like shoot me no thank you (laughs) no shade no shade because I know that there's some gorgeous spots out there but where I am right now again there is not that much focus on the external gaze there is the internal gaze and internally Mm -hmm. i know that for me to have a rich quality of life community is incredibly important to me
0: there it is
1: community and culture not only am i because i'm around community and culture that look like me and identify with them Mm -hmm. i have fun faster i I feel like i'm more around things that i feel engaged and embraced by Mm -hmm. and i also feel more grounded and honestly just safer um, to be amongst community, and that's not something I was aware of how important that actually was to me because I did not actually have that. I think I just really needed to grow into my sense of self to really understand how I identify, um, what equality of life means to me and how important community actually is to my livelihood. Same. Um, And not just this perception of community because there's a lot of people outside in the busy streets of Manhattan. Mm -hmm. It's like, those are people. Those aren't your people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's different. That's a crowd. Yeah, that's a crowd. community. (laughs) Exactly. That's a crowd, not community. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, So to me, that was very overrated, but it was the biggest deal in the world. That's so true. (laughs)
0: Wow. Hearing you say that too, Berger... Because Manhattan definitely represents a revolving door. Mm -hmm. And I mean, New York, like that in general, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of coming and going, but Manhattan for sure. Manhattan is almost like, dang, I know someone's gonna be like, what? But it almost feels like faceless, Mm. where someone can just like, what am I trying to say? Like very Mm shape-shifting all the time. Mm -hmm. Like when I think of Manhattan, I don't see an archetype. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't... feel a very specific culture that mm. isn't attached to work
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah you, know, you feel me and especially the um pandemic showed me that because
1: when everyone was gone i know what was left in me horrifying just horror it was, it just was scary still, it was
0: something else but Brooklyn yeah. was still out here yeah yeah, yeah. Brooklyn oh was my outside. gosh yeah. And, yeah and the neighborhood part that's the whole part i mean you see when you're out with me i love being able to say hi to people mm-hmm. i love that there are a number of people that would notice if they hadn't seen me for a while. That's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where everybody knows your name. Hey, come ding, on, ding, block ding, ding. parties. Mm-hmm. Come on, it's just cute. It is very, very cute. Mm-hmm. All right, Burger. Do we want to bounce to the sexy or the embarrassing?
1: Uh, yogi's choice. Let's do so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so embarrassing. <laughs> My list is short, but it's it's heavy. <laughs>
0: All right, let me start. Let me start light. What are the first things that pop into my mind? Oh my gosh, it's only because I said it with so much confidence. Oh my gosh, I snagged what I thought was the most incredible job at the time. It was another moment where I was feeling myself, and that is, I became. The assistant. Well, first I was an intern. I moved into an official personal assistant role, but it was for a woman that I admired. Literally, when I had gotten a call to even be interviewed for the position, she was the background of my motherfucking I Remember? I remember. <laughs> it was a mess. <laughs> it was one of those times where I was like, yo, this manifestation, I think from reading, um, The Secret, Secret, I was like, wow, this is real. Everything Oprah's been saying while my mom was doing my hair, this is real. <laughs> And one time I was in the car (laughs) with this woman, with this wonderful woman who I'm so grateful through the years. I didn't, you know, you don't realize in your 20s that you still are immature mm-hmm. <laughs> but because the world considers you to be an adult i know boy do you, over- you know what right? on and you that. do have yeah. some responsibilities and of course you have autonomy you have all this semblance of feeling like you're a 40 something year old inside a 20 year old yeah 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 <laughs> and yeah. so when the moments that i'm about to share have it it's just like dang so i'm in the car and she's like, oh, can you go? Um, so, oh, um, No, before we were in the car, we were somewhere. And she's like, oh, I'll pick up that magazine, blah, blah. And now we're in the car and she's flipping through the magazine. And I'm like, oh, man, you know what's so funny? I always kind of something, U.S. Weekly. And she was like, U.S. Weekly? It's Us Weekly. And I was like, see, it's a lowercase s. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I know this, saying it out loud it feels like nothing but this is one of those things that did not express to anyone I'm
1: crying
0: I just buttoned it up into a size that was chewable so I can just swallow it and shit it out later and forget about it for the rest of my life <laughs> <laughs> because I just was like wow I said it with so much just confidence like i know that you know what it is i was saying like oh yeah as, as to show that i'm in the know that i'm trendy You know what <laughs> saying? Like, look this is why you hired me <laughs> especially because i wanted to work in magazines at that time too so i'm trying to like show off my knowledge and the basic title i messed up and it just it showed up in a way that made me feel young in the way that youth is Offensive, Mm. (laughs) not offensive. Where we think of youth as a meaning, um, not fully knowledgeable. Yeah, (laughs) that is the way where youthful is quite commonly used as a compliment. Right, (laughs) green. Right, wet behind the ears, Mm -hmm. naive. (laughs) I see you, kid. (laughs) This is why you're still my intern and not yet my assistant. I just want to start light, girly, because I have some embarrassing moments that. They require hand-holding.
1: Okay, no problem. I'll hold your hand.
0: I have another fun one though, but I want to hear yours first.
1: Uh, mine, mine can be light. Mm-hmm. I'll start off with my light ones. Um, they were more so like fashion choices. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you didn't like, you didn't like my embarrassing moment burger.
1: What are you talking about? I didn't feel it. What do you you want me to do? You know, right? That's true. What am I supposed to do? You got my hands tied here kid. (laughs) All right, let's untie them. Carry on. Give us the fashion. Give us the droopy shirts. (laughs) Give us the nightlife. I mean, mine mine aren't all that awesome, okay? (laughs) Okay, okay. Yeah, I think uh, for whatever reason, I had way too many jewels on my belts um uh, <laughs> some yeah. seriously bejeweled belts. Oh yeah. Um we some really big yeah, some really big belt bu- belt buckles. Um and uh oh this is this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. I ah, yeah. For whatever reason, mm-hmm. it made sense mm-hmm. to get a weave and perm the leave out. That's fucking dumb. <laughs> like, that's not good that's not good healthy hair care
0: oh, it's not healthy hair care but it makes sense for the look
1: of course for the look yeah. again external gaze so yeah. a lot of um bad decisions uh, when it came to my 20s and I was doing it all the time I was like uh-huh Uh uh-huh and get the edges get the edges get the edges no way you know um, meanwhile
0: your edges is turned my my edges are like please let us your girl give us a chance
1: (laughs) (laughs) and I'm over here like lay it down wow (laughs) lay that lie but yeah that was when I think in retrospect like Mm -hmm. that's kind of I don't know if it's embarrassing but it was silly Mm. Uh (laughs) it was silly yeah your scalp knows yeah that's between y'all two word But I am happy to see
0: the edges are alive and well. Thank you, darling. Yes. Okay, another light. um, Do you mind if I stay in embarrassing? Yeah. Okay, this one is so much fun. Oh my gosh. Ah, This is a funny story. (laughs) But again, this is one of those embarrassing moments that was just an experience for one. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like no one else knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. Ah, So I have never, up until college, had the honor of being in a classroom with a black teacher. Mm-hmm. Finally, I get into African-American literature, which was always full, but I made sure to be on my computer earlier in time for all the classes to open. So I'm in and I'm like, yes, 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 yes we're doing this. And then I go to class um, and oh my gosh, just such a regal, resplendent black woman, of course, is teaching this course, right? So I'm so excited. I get a seat. I'm prepared. I got a nice, like, gorgeous notebook for this, blah, 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 blah. And then I feel the energy. And to my right is a man Mm. that could just, I felt the waterfall is not enough. What is bigger than tsunami? Torrential downpour. Yes.
1: I don't know if it's bigger, but it sounds
0: stronger. It does sound stronger, yeah. Mm -hmm. No umbrella Mm -hmm. could hold up to the power of this man. The waves that were happening between my legs was disturbing, especially because at that time I had only had sex with one person. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? And I'll never forget because, you know, my brain, always going to be the human brain, is always going to be wired for survival. So my brain is like, it's okay, girl. We're just going to move seats. That regal, resplendent, black woman professor was like, all right, so wherever you're seated now is where you're seated for the entirety <laughs> <laughs> of this class. I said, wow, we are in big trouble. So I said, whatever. Maybe you're just like ovulating. And that was just a sign of someone with a high sperm count that's Mm. how your your brain is looking at it. you know Mm. just bringing it down to like biological levels Mm. like this has nothing to actually do with your conscious Mm -hmm. you know and so i come back to class the following week and girly i was about to write a letter to this man just offering him my body at no cost
1: (laughs) (laughs) no dinner required (laughs) day sir What's up? <laughs> I'm on sale and I'm free 99.
0: <laughs> you trying to toss me into your car or not. Check out. But I had been building my self-awareness, yeah. you know, little teeny tiny brick by brick. <laughs> And I was like, "No, Tracy, you are not going to do that. We still want to practice monogamy." Although I had always had it in my head, a curiosity around having a one night stand, I knew that was not the time. And plus, it felt like
1: such—it felt so disrespectful to be was in it this that, class. Was it, sorry, was it just that he was so handsome, or his, I don't know his it just, energy in the class? His or energy, His energy—I think he just
0: represented the entire class as well. You know mm. what I mean? He just gave me this very like dangerous, charming activist vibe fist fight that had, like, pulled out the Coretta in me.
1: <laughs> I was like, where are we marching, baby? <laughs> I will go to jail for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't do it. I was like, where are I we marching? Good night. I was like, Good I night. can't do it.
0: And so um, I left the class are you serious? I'm serious. You left the class? I left the class. Because of this. I wow. signed out of the class.
1: Did you ever send the letter? No, no. <laughs> I was attempting monogamy.
0: I did not. I left the class. I'm dead ass. Damn. That's why I was so embarrassing. I was like, oh my gosh, Tracy. Like, I was like questioning, am I really black? Because you left? <laughs> like, what's going on? But I was like, no, but. I, left, I kept, mm. try to rationalize it, you know, flip it upside down. Mm. You know what I mean? Look at it sideways, mm. diagonally. So I was this like, man? well, if you're going to leave an African-American literature class, I let it. at least it should be because of a black man <laughs> that you lusted after. No, okay. I, don't I know. mean, girl, it don't life. make sense. It's but I'm life. trying to figure it out for, you know, <laughs> my nervous system's sake. Yeah. So you try
1: to honor a relationship. Yeah. Keep a bond pure and secure. I get that.
0: I did. And eventually that all collapsed. But at least it didn't in that but moment. But your integrity didn't.
1: Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh. Not in that moment. Okay. <laughs> Don't take it away. <laughs> Don't you undo this. So, <laughs> yeah, it was, an,
0: it was an embarrassment that I definitely um, felt some shame. Like, damn,
1: Tracy, you really do not have discipline. Like, are you good? Is everything all right? I think that's a major act of discipline. I think knowing your boundaries and knowing your limits, I think that that's pretty much for it. Too. Well, thank you, Burger. I appreciate that. In hindsight. (laughs) Let's go to the sexy. The sexy is lonely right now. Sexy. You start. My young uh, 20-year-old English class, sociology, double majoring, anthropology, women's studies, ass. You know what I thought was Mm. sexy? Mm. Hoteps.
0: (laughs) Get into it, yeah.
1: I thought hoteps were so sexy. Sexy. Mm. And it is because, I can explain, mm-hmm. um, it is because I was not around being, I was not around growing, I was not used, let me get my thoughts together, I was not used to being around black men that were so passionately pro-black and nah. had revolutionary spirits. Th- that's what homeboy had. And, and I would have been in the exact same position <laughs> as you. That's why I was like, wait, who was he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how did I not see him? Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I should have passed him over. Right. I'm like, this guy's gonna my class in peace. <laughs> <laughs> how did I not? So to see that energy in these men, I was just like, oh, I want a whole tap. I want a man who's angry at society and mm-hmm. wants to have these passionate conversations, which are also very overrated now, too. Um, Ooh. uh, but, um, <laughs> I just loved that energy. And I thought that that's exactly what I wanted in a partner. I thought that it was just like the sexiest quality for a man to have yeah. until I actually started to get to know them. Mm. And I was like, okay, actually, Gurdley, what you really like are you're very attracted to men that are Pro black and um, have a strong sense of you know justice mm-hmm. and care about politics and society and, and are aware of what's happening within our social construction. Mm-hmm. Right, you're aware of where it begins and where it ends, mm-hmm. and that does not necessarily role in it exactly. And that does not necessarily have to be synonymous with the hotel. Um, but I did think for whatever reason, I just was like, yes, like you call me an empress. I'm like, yes, I was here for it. I was here. in
0: bed with the grand rising. I was,
1: (laughs) I was, (laughs) I was was responding grand rising indeed. Like I was here for it. I was here for it. Ten toes deep. Kudos to you for (laughs) code switching because I never saw any of that. You never once
0: hit me with a grand rising. Y'all
1: always said that you, you guys would. You know, you guys were always throwing a whole type of energy at me. I would date, um, before I realized, like, what my actual... No, I was very open-minded. I would date plenty of guys. And anytime I would bring a guy around that you guys felt was not a black alpha male... Oh my gosh, you're right. You'd be like, it's not going to last. You don't even right. fucking like him.
0: I'm like, I like him a lot. He's and like... Ten drops too late. Yeah,
1: you're like, get him out of here, <laughs> get him out of here. God forbid if he wasn't black. You're like, get him out of here, get him out of here. You're not into, so this, guy. You're not into this guy.
0: You're not into this guy. Also, too, what makes this, what makes this
1: conversation <laughs> so special? Like,
0: we really actually have decades of yeah. friendship. Yeah. Like the fact that I can dance up and down, you know, this line, this array of um, experiences in our twenties with someone who was literally there mm-hmm. from twenty to 21 all the way up to 29 Mm -hmm. is such a it's a tremendous blessing oh my gosh it almost feels like a miracle even though it's like an everyday occurrence for many people Mm -hmm. but i don't know i haven't had because i've had friends for a while going back to you know, when I was in middle school and in high school, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But remember, and I've mentioned this in different podcasts, I was always dreaming of my twenties. Right? You know what I'm saying? Right. The trendiness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was me That's it, oh, baby. Marketing is effective.
0: Yes. And yeah. so to have like one of my nearest and dearest friends who also happens to be my co-host on this podcast, like, oh my gosh, it's like the greatest sparkliest fucking honor. I oh. love it, Burger. I'm going to like guess what listeners, we're going to save the heavy for part 2. Yep, spoiler alert, we're going to have a part 2. <laughs> Welcome to the Conversations of Tracy and Gordley. Yeah. They come with a lot of girth and a lot of length, ladies. So heads up. But I will say I had under sexy our introduction to Thai food. (laughs) The very sexy aspect of our 20s. Because Thai food Mm -hmm. wasn't expensive, but it had the aesthetic.
1: Right. Of luxury. Yes,
0: Yes, you're right. Because let me tell you, so Thai was definitely. Perfect for date nights when you wanted to be out with your girls and mm. the cute, but like everyone was broke on the low, mm-hmm. but we didn't look it, it wasn't even <laughs> the on the part. low. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty we high. knew. But you know, in terms of other folks who would see us. We right, knew. Right, right. But the world did not know. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And Thai restaurants just had you feel like mm-hmm. luxury. Yeah, 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 Expensive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it was just a, and also just Being able to jump into another culture, I think, is a part of what adds to the trendiness Mm -hmm. of your 20s. -hmm. And so I just, I remember one time, shout out to Joya in Brooklyn, in not Clinton Hill, but Cobble Hill. Yes, if you're ever (laughs) in Brooklyn, go to Cobble Hill, go to Joya. Yes,
1: tell them that we sent Mm -hmm. you. And I did like every birthday there for years.
0: (laughs) Beyond every birthday, yeah. I will never forget because me and this girl, we had such a cute story that we were sharing with each other just through our eyes. Because I definitely went to Joya three weeks in a row on the same day with three different men. Oh. <laughs> and the winks that we exchanged, <laughs> shared so much, <laughs> said everything <laughs> without even a quiver of our mouth. But I, I don't know. I love Thai food for those reasons. Mm-hmm. It just made me feel like I had... My life together. Yeah, you know what I mean. Agreed. While still keeping like extra dollars mm-hmm. in my pockets, and in general, like I think that was a sexy time of your twenties of looking the part without spending the part. Mm. And not to say you can't do that now, but for instance, when you mentioned birthday parties, folks having birthday parties in general. I'm not calling you out, burger. This is not you, burger. It's not you, <laughs> but birthdays in your thirties. Yeah. Is a whole
1: different ballgame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Folks sometimes be asking in advance for a hundred dollars, be having these pre-fee situations. Everybody, dang, Cece, if you this is not to you, CeCe, we love you. <laughs> you had the best time in Barbados. And I promise you I would have been there and I promise you this is not a confession. <laughs> But a lot of folks, not Cece, <laughs> also like to do these destination birthday things, mm. and they're not even for like big Kahuna birthdays. they be like thirty-one, and I'm like, <laughs> not big Kahuna. Ugh. Everything, is so, yes, everything comes with so much money. <laughs> ah, that also ties into I. I I really enjoyed our 20s when everything wasn't an Instagram yeah. moment. So yeah. When everything wasn't, wasn't so documented.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. But we'll touch on that more, mm-hmm. Burger, because I just I see how I open that door and it can just and it's going to everywhere.
1: Because it's reminding me about everywhere. so many other things. I'm like, and that's why I don't like this anymore, and that's why I don't like that anymore, because it took out the magic of the present moment. And that's our cliffhanger. See
0: if <laughs> If this podcast has been a treat for you, please let us know. We're on IG at Glow in the Dark, that's G-L-O. But really, I want you to consider following or subscribing to the pod on your favorite app, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Yes, YouTube. That way you can get notifications whenever a new episode is born, which also helps us nurture this show. And if that feels right, go ahead with your generous self and leave us a rating and review. These are the love languages of podcasters, my friend i'm just saying and to end off on love please know in this ever stimulating digital crazed modern world your presence is ridiculously valued by us this podcast is a light in our life and we hope it shines the same for you till next time